0: welcome to purposely catholic this program is a critical part of how we assist parents with children in living up to their call to be the primary catechists and teachers of the faith in their homes over the course of our time together we'll hear from father len mcmillan as we discuss matters of the faith central to every catholic family thank you for joining us hello my name is father len mcmillan the pastor of saint Pius here in coeur d'alene and this is our purposely catholic and today we're discussing the fourth commandment, and we have a guest, Teresa Sanchez, who's recently married, just like hours, is that right? <laughs>
1: uh, December 17th, so a couple ah. weeks, so what is that, a month almost actually, right, a month on Tuesday.
0: Going okay? Do <laughs> you want me yeah. to talk to Mr. Sanchez?
1: His Actually, his name is Dupre. I'm a widow, so my maiden name, or my husband's name, my first husband was Sanchez. So.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. Well, welcome. I'm glad you could come here. And we're going to talk about the fourth commandment. Um, But before we do that, just want to have a running start at this, back to the Ten Commandments, that um, after they ate the Passover, they're set free, they make it, the Hebrews make it to the Mount Sinai, Mount Sinai, um, and Moses receives the Ten Commandments. But before that... um, Sinai, there's all this on the top of the mountain. When God comes down to speak, there's all this fire and smoke, and the whole mountain shakes. And God says, on the third day, everybody's supposed to come up and they're going to talk to God. But just the voice of God is so powerful, it scares them. And they basically say, Don't talk to us, don't talk to us. God is so completely different that it frightens them. So, mm, interesting. So, With Christmas coming, God takes on human flesh in Christ not to scare us, but to teach us. So the voice of God is so scary. And the Ten Commandments, it starts the way of basic morality and teaching them the ways of God. So eventually we can really learn from God. And remember, if you eat the Lamb of God, the Passover, you're obligated to the morality of the Ten Commandments. If you eat the bread and drink the wine, you can't do these things because it's out, right right. Yeah. Don't do these things, because love never does these things. And in Exodus, you keep the Ten Commandments so that you won't fall back into slavery. So the Ten Commandments are not about you have to do this, but they're really you do this so that you won't end up losing your freedom. Um, so it's about freedom and love. Um, and so remember in the 10 commandments, three are about God and seven is how you treat other people and how you treat other people shows your love of God. And so we have this, um, fourth one about honoring your mother and father. Um, and it's kind of interesting. I just want to mention this it does drive me up a wall, but admittedly so many things do, um, People come to confession, kids well, and they say, well, I broke the fourth commandment. I didn't obey my mother and father. Well, technically, the commandment is not obey. Um, and I do like this. You must honor your father and mother, and it's the only one that follows with, and your days will be long. So it's actually not about obeying. It's about respect and honor. And I had this friend, or I have this friend, one of my close friends, when she was in high school, her parents were, her family was so poor. Uh, the kids had to get part-time job just to help pay like the electric bill and the food and all that other stuff. Now, you know, she's my age and her parents are elderly. All the kids are quite successful, but she looks back and she says, you know, my great honor was I got to help my parents cause I love them. I got to help feed my brothers and sisters. So in one sense, like that's a great example of honoring your mother and father. To dumb it down to um, just obeying, slavishly obeying, I think dishonors God. Uh, no, later I do like in the Bible I'll flesh out that uh, parents should also show dignity to their children. That'll be mentioned, um, but it's not obey. Um, because what if, like I said to kids, well, what if your parents are wrong about something? um so obeying something that's wrong does not honor your parents
1: it's so funny because today we were learning about martin luther king jr and we talked the students and i talked about that you know that's a law that was a law at the time but just because it's a law do you have to obey it is it morally correct to obey a law that you know is bad or immoral or and we had that whole conversation so i mean it comes down to society too
0: yeah and think about it you disobey or you obey um, immoral law, mm-hmm. you are hurting God. Mm-hmm. Remember how you show respect to God is by loving honor other people. Others, mm-hmm. You do something that um, hurts other people, even if it's legal, it still dishonors God. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's honor, it's respect. And there's this um, uh, story called Mansfield Park by Jane Austen, and it's this Austen awesome novel and. In it, the father forces the girls to be obedient. That's what he forces. And they have the outward appearance of being very well behaved. Only when the strong hand of authority is over them. But once it's removed, they do horrible things. And the father said, says in the book that he only wanted his girls to be good. But he only succeeded in making them good mannered. They have the appearance of goodness, but they really dishonor. Um, In in a family where you learn to honor your parents is when we learn also, and I I personally think this is the key to this commandment. You learn to honor your parents. You also learn to honor and respect other people. Um, If we only teach our children to blindly be obedient, then we've only taught them to appear good-mannered. But... Once authority is removed, they can do horrible things when they're not being watched. Mm -hmm. So I really overemphasize this. Ah, what the fourth commandment is, is about respecting your parents. Mm -hmm. And um, the accent I wanna say is on the word respect. Uh, You learn how to respect your parents, you learn how to respect other people. And I had this wedding once, it was just an awful wedding. And you know why it was an awful wedding? Because some of the family brought their kids and their kids were so disruptive during the wedding. They're running around, they're screaming. And it'd be one thing if they're toddlers, but they were second and third graders. Mm-hmm. And at one point, um, one of the guests asked them, okay, you have to behave. You ruined this wedding's vows because now, I, I, am not a parent, but don't you think second and third graders should learn to be definitely quiet during a wedding? But they were just obnoxious. And you know who I blame? I don't blame the kids. Mm -mm. I blame the parents. Parents never taught their kids how to socialize. And so these second and third graders were running around. And they were selfish and self-centered. And they ruined somebody else's wedding. And they didn't really even seem to care. Because they didn't know how to show respect. Mm -hmm. And their parents did ask them to be quiet. But they have no respect for their parents. There's
1: no consequences.
0: No consequence. They don't know. They can't work in a group. All they can do is think about themselves. Now, that to me is not just a story about a wedding gone wrong. That's a story about the fourth commandment and what it means to be loving and a human being. Mm -hmm. And I may have mentioned this, but in the Old Testament, there's four words for a person. Mm -hmm.
1: I've, not in this talk, but I've heard you say that oh. at, at uh, one of your homilies. Yes.
0: So the first one is earthling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the word Adam, Adam yes. means earthling, mm-hmm. but th- that's when you only think about yourself. Then Adam um, has this side split, um, mm-hmm. dies for self-sacrifice love, and then community is born. Mm-hmm. And then that's the first time God uses the word human. So technically in, in Hebrew, uh, the word for a human being is somebody who lives in relationship with other people. So there is no such thing as a singular human being. That's an earthling. Mm-hmm. So these children who are disruptive, um, it, it sounds kind of strange. They were earthlings, but they weren't human beings. They were never taught how to show respect to a, a greater people. Um, and if parents can't teach their kids to respect their children to respect those who feed them and close them and house them and secure them, um, if you can't do that for your own parents, those kids aren't going to honor other people or their community. They're just going to be these earthlings that only think about themselves.
1: Well, the family's the domestic church, right? So and we always tell parents, you're the primary educators of your children. It starts with you. Right. And yeah, if your children are talking back to you and calling you names or, or just ignoring you and not listening to you. Well, yeah, you're teaching them that that's okay. If you're not, if there's no consequence, if there's well,
0: no, the larger consequences, I think it actually destroys society yeah. because this sounds strange. I do love Confucius. I know this is going to sound strange, but Confucius makes this really good point in his ethics that a child honoring his parents builds up all society. And I really do believe that. That's why I think God gave that command. Yeah. Mm-hmm you learn to honor them you honor other people mm-hmm. versus the roman empire that really stopped honoring parents and turned into the society of it's all about me or pericles the great greek leader pericles gives his great speech to his people where he says look what came before us look what our fa- forefathers sacrificed for us and what we're going to hand on to the next generation so we honor and respect those generations that came before us by sacrificing for our children. And our children will learn to, uh, to respect. So, yeah, I think uh, this command, actually, personally, I don't think it's limited to the nuclear family of just mom and dad, because the nuclear family is a 1950 invention. Um, the ancient Israelites, the family would include Cousins and grandparents and second cousins, like they're all connected. They lived in huge in huge families. Nobody just lived in a tiny little family. Mom, dad, and kids. Right. So the accent I think is on respect. Mm -hmm. So I really, really think the opposite of this commandment is when people say, "This sounds kind of strange." When people say, "I won't respect you until you earn it." Um, I don't like that. Cause that's a me, 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 me. Well,
1: yeah, our faith is respect all life. From, right.
0: Yeah, respect.
1: Conception to natural death. And-
0: I started early respecting my parents cause that's what love does. Mm-hmm. My parents didn't have to earn my respect. Uh, they have it because I'm part of a society, mm-hmm. uh, the wedding, going back to the wedding that couple didn't have to earn those second and third graders respect. It should have showed up. Um, So I think society is built by first a family that, oh, we respect other people and we respect our parents. Um, And I also kind of think, and this sounds kind of strange, I don't have kids, so um, but I think parents have to teach their kids when they get older how to disagree and still respect their parents. I think a child should be allowed to disagree with their parents, but it has to do in a way that's honorable and respectful because for the rest of their life, they're going to find people that they disagree with.
1: Well, a good example of that, um, we learned about St. Lucy recently because she's the Saint of light, Sweden Saint and, and her mother, Well, she's not marry... Swedish, but well, she was, she was Italian. In Sweden. She was Italian, yeah. but she became their patron saint in Sweden because of, we talked about winter solstice and all that. But the point is, her mother wanted her to marry, you know, this man, and she didn't want to. She had given herself to Christ already, and and without being disrespectful, she did let her mother know, Mom, I you know, I, I, don't know what her words were, but, you know, I promised myself to Christ already, and it, it did take time for her to bring her mom around, but, you know, she did, so.
0: I, Or San Martin de Porres, my favorite saint. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he's amazing, yeah. He would, they were very poor, but he would always find other kids that were people that were more poor and then give the food to them and his mother would be furious with them but he always respected his mother even though he was right Mm -hmm. so i I think it starts at home that you can respect um and disagree at the same time what i can't stand is kids that when you disagree with your parents you throw a temper tantrum Mm -hmm. (laughs) um use your words (laughs) there is another line in the bible that um um, it's in numbers where it says, and we don't want to mention this to kids, um, the line is, stone disobedient children. Ooh. So some <laughs> friends of mine, they had eight kids in their family. Very, I'm very, very close to them, but they are having a family reunion and they wanted to get t-shirts. And I said, oh, use the numbers quote, stone disobedient children. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it's just about, uh, it, it, that's an over-exaggeration. But like, society is built upon respect. Um, And it starts at home where we respect other people. So like for me, when you're driving around town here and you see sometimes some bumper stickers that promote disrespect of politicians, I could disagree with that politician's political position, but wow, you put that on a bumper sticker. Did you not learn at home to respect your parents and then respect other people Or I see it with California too. You see these bumper stickers that insult Californians. Um, To disregard and disrespect people, I think at its root, you never learned it when you're a kid. Um, So it all starts by um, really teaching them to respect life and other people. And the person who gave you life is your parents. So you first learn to respect your parents and then that's a skill that you take to society. So really, the fourth commandment, in my opinion, is this huge intergenerational gift. Um, And it goes back to, well, God wants us to be free and loving. If you can't learn how to respect those who gave you life and feed you, how are you going to respect God or later on in life, um, other people you disagree with? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no, that's okay.
1: My daughter calling.
0: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Anyhow, you're a parent, so I'm not really a...
1: No, I mean I, I agree, and I think I uh, as a teacher also we've discussed many times. You know, parents who you can tell the parents that you know when they the kid goes home and says my teacher did this, you know, and they say, well, what did you do? You can tell the you can tell the parents that are, are asking children to respect their teachers. You can see that too right away. And then with my own children, that was always my thing. Well, you know, if you come home and say, you know, so and so did this, I always say, what did you do? And I always ask, you know, what did you do before we discuss what someone else did. So it's all about, I think, um, taking control of your own behavior and your own actions and you have to kind of teach your children that and when it comes to respecting others even if you mm. disagree with them you have to you know you have you play a part in every disagreement in every problem and so
0: that is interesting because um when i was growing up one thing i realized is that <clears throat> the old man doesn't want problems <laughs> <laughs> and i remember he would give us these lectures that you know if the teacher if you come home and the teacher has had a problem with you i will be taking the teacher's side and he said, hey, listen, I have to learn how to get along with my boss. You have to get along with your teacher. Yeah. They're the, and that's kind of the fourth commandment. I have to learn how to get along with other people, mm-hmm. not my teacher said something. You know, I, I just knew that would not fly with my parents, yeah. that I had a responsibility. Uh, I like what you said. You said something earlier about, um, you know, the fourth commandment. You learn to respect your parents is a way of learning to respect God but you said something earlier that parents role model how they honor and pray and to God is really also teaching their children how to respect God.
1: Yeah, and uh, they're teaching them about that relationship with between a father and a child too. I mean, if they're praying and talking to God and they're role modeling that relationship, that personal relationship they have with God, they're teaching their children about their relationship, but also about their relationship with God too, I think. And it's all, I mean, it's monkey. No, I never thought about with it with kids. It's monkey yeah. see monkey do. You can't tell them what to do. You have to show them by the, your actions, you know?
0: Hmm. No, I really, I, I like that connection that, Oh no, no, I'm under the fourth commandment as adult and a parent as well. Yes. I honor my father. father uh, yeah. I honor my father, God, not only just my parents, but I honor God. We respect God and other people in this house. And you're going to learn that. I, mm-hmm. I like that. And our
1: blessed mother, you know, it's our, she's our, she's our mother. And you teach them that too. We just read the, just recently, I think the mass we just had was when Jesus, she had to look for him for three days. And I remember thinking, gosh, oh, that my kid would get it. So, I mean, I would, you just, how terrified that mom would be searching for her child for three days, you know, and here Jesus is in the church and, you know, didn't, you know, I'd be here with my father, but, but you see Mary as the perfect role model as a parent. And you see Joseph, you know, also, and I think, family catholic school obviously the holy family is our guide um Mm, and i think when when you take when you take the first the fourth commandment it is the holy family we're talking about the family so i just think that as long as you use the holy family as your guide when i we pray the rosary every day as a family or the different things that you do to use the holy family as your guide i think you can't go wrong
0: yeah i do think the fourth commandment is about i I don't want to say nuclear family but I do think it's about the family that's the cell of the body Yeah. um the family starts to fall apart on then society starts to unravel Yeah. and as i said the 10 commandments are making sure we stay free and loving so it starts at home
1: yeah and well and we already we, the greatest commandment of all is about love so we already know that's that's kind of the basis of everything right all of the 10 commandments
0: well thank you so much yeah. for joining us at, well, right you. off your wedding That's it for this week. So Annette will come back with another commandment later. God bless you.